It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. Hello and welcome to the Health in the Real World podcast. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined today with Caroline Clark of Heal Your Pain. Caroline, how you doing? I'm really good. Thank you, Chris. Good, good. Thank you for joining me today. You're in the UK, uh, but it sounds like we have a similar background as far as training in the Agoscu method. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about what you do with that training and how you help people get rid of their pain. Okay, so I trained nearly 10 years ago and was certified by Agoscu. I had no experience with anything like this before, apart from I've ridden competitively with horses for a long time. So I've got a really good eye for seeing what's going on with the body. Um, I went, to, my husband was in a lot of distress pain, knees, ex-army, and so we went to see a, an Egoski therapist over here in England, and I just thought it was amazing, and he was saying to me, you're never going to be able to do this, you were dyslexic, and this, that, and the other, and I'm like, yes, red rag to a bull, so that was it, I've got to do it, um, so I started it, I took just one of the modules to start with, just to see if I was able to do this, and I was, and so I trained quite um, quickly, I went straight through it as soon as I could, um, I started probably teaching classes almost before I'd finished my training and I love my classes. So I work with anybody from elderly through to about, I think five is my youngest I've got at the moment. In fact, a class today, I actually had a three-year-old on it. I was watching her in the distance. So I um, work with masses of people. I probably see about 500 people a week. And I also um, see about eight people on a one one to one basis during the week as well so even though I'm getting old now I'm actually um, I, I see, I'm doing a lot of work I'm probably doing more than anything and so I just I'm just loving this work it's very rewarding and you know as we age we don't have to feel older and that's one thing with me with my story when I was 14 years old I bulged a disc in my lower back and I had horrible chronic pain for about 10 years and that's when I found Agoscu when I was 24 and uh, I, I stopped everything I stopped lifting weights I stopped playing basketball for six months did the exercises an hour and a half a day healed myself rebalanced fixed my alignment and then uh, I was already a personal trainer at that point and I said I, I I'm done with NASM I don't need that anymore I don't or I don't want to do that method I want to do strictly Agoscu and then I've sort of uh, kind of created my own little hybrid from it. Uh, this was back in like 2005, six when I, when I got certified and then I've sort of been going my own way and doing my own thing with it since then, but it's powerful. I mean, it, we can literally age backwards because we can fix our alignment, our posture. And I'm sure you're familiar with all that and how it feels to, to do these exercises. I think the great thing is because I'm older, you know, I'm what 62 now and it's really good because I'm used to, I, I work with an older body the whole time. So I get a, a lot of older people coming to me as well as younger. I've worked with a lot of the athletes as well, 
but I know how far to push the body. So there's so many people that they'll just push that older body a little bit too much, whereas I try and stick with what the body's range of movement is. And listening to the clients, you know, it's not about us. It's about the client and how the client's feeling. And so many therapists get so up themselves of it's all about them it isn't you know the client has got all the answers and then that's just what I'm working with 100% yeah you're 100% right I I was reminded of this actually last week I had a new client come in and she's 82 and um and, and it, it's just awesome like I kind of I sort of assessed the appointment after I did it and you know I've been through the 10,000 hours as they say right it's just kind of automatic at this point for me but I sort of looked back and I realized that she told me at the end, she's like, wow, I really see, you know, how out of shape I am. Right. And I was thinking of a sort of a, maybe a traditional trainer, stereotypical trainer who would just be like, all right, we're going to go straight to squats and we're going to do a bench press and we're going to do this. And it was just cool. Like hearing her say like, wow, that was a really good workout. And I didn't know how out of shape I was. And we're doing um, glute bridges and we're doing foot circles and we're doing hip crossover. And I gave her an air bench for like 20 seconds at the end, you know, not much at all. And just to know that, cool, I hit the appropriate level. Like I, I wasn't getting gung ho and you're hundred percent right. This is not about us at all. This is about the client and also about teaching them. I find that one of the biggest things that I teach people is how to not do too much. Yeah. You know, like overdoing it is no better than not doing anything like it, it's not good you need to find the appropriate level and be there and then little by little your body will allow you to do more right um my way i love doing air bench is i do it in the static back position so i put the cushion between the knees and then get um the posterior tilt with the pelvis at the same time and hold it for two minutes because there's so many of the you know i couldn't do air bench i've had knee problems and all sorts and so air bench you know what the air bench is basically when you're sitting you're you're at the wall as though you're a chair yep. and that is a heavy duty exercise it really so, is um you know, I get a lot of my riders to do that and my jockeys to do that. When you think riding a finish, you should actually, they should actually be able to come lower than their knees and be able to hold a cushion for five minutes. That's riding a finish on a racehorse. Wow. Yeah, so, that, I, I believe it. Yeah, that's a hard sport. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's another modification that I do uh, for the air bench. I'll put somebody in a static back or I'll do like a 90-90 position. I'll take the pillow away in static back. And I'll put like some light ankle weights on their feet. So yeah. they're holding that 90 degree angle at the hip and at the knee. And that's a great way for, you know, maybe, a, maybe you're recovering from an injury or you're elderly or just don't have the confidence to sit in your imaginary chair against the wall, right? Absolutely. I, I have to say, I'm sweating over here. We're having a heat wave. And oh my goodness, England is so not used to heat waves. Right. You guys probably don't have air conditioning in your house, oh, right? Air conditioning, no. We've got an old house, which is good. Right. But, oh, I think it's about 28 degrees in here. And I'm like, oh. so what so is I'm, that? That's like, I'm I'm trying to, that's like, that's like upper 90s Fahrenheit, right? Something like that. Yeah. 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 That's, <laughs> yeah, you guys are getting used to a new, new normal. Um, it's funny, I, I have one story real quick before we move on to the next topic after Airbench, but um, I was training this high school football player. He was a lineman, he was huge, uh, probably weighed 250 pounds, just had 
huge legs and I was asking him his numbers, like, all right, how much do you squat? How much do you bench press? What's your weight lifting program look like? And this kid was strong. He, he squatted like 350 pounds, you know, bar on his back and all that. But he was coming into me for pain. So I said, you need to listen to what I tell you because we need to get you out of pain and then you can go back to your workouts. So I was giving him a workout and the last exercise they gave him was an air bench. And again, there's no weight. There's just you and the wall. And this kid who can squat 350 pounds could only do like a 30 second air bench. And he was dying. He's like, oh my God, that's so hard. And I'm like, hold on. Your quads are probably incredibly <laughs> strong. How can you not do this? So I watched him do squats. And when he squatted, he, he, he lowered his hips down and his hips completely rotated. Wow. Like, I, I mean, I'm talking like 10 to 15 degree rotation. It was, it was really intense. So he was able to squat that kind of weight in a crooked position. But as soon as the wall lined him up, lost all strength, he had nothing. So that was pretty incredible. And I talk about that in, in one of my YouTube videos about why I literally think air bench is the best quad strengthening exercise. And it does more than just strengthen the quads, but it's a great exercise. That's amazing. It, but this it goes back to, you know, it's no good training and you can do all the work in a gym that you want to do. But if your body's out of alignment, you're actually strengthening the compensations. It's just not good news. This is like so bouncing off each other. We've been trained the same way. I, I know, exactly. You've been doing this for a while as well. You said about 10 years or more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I grew up, so the kind of the start of all my injuries, I think was, uh, I cut open my knee playing soccer. Like I landed on a rock and I had to keep my knee straight for two weeks because the stitches would pop if I bent my knee. So I had like a, it was like a brace to prevent me from bending my knee. And my limp was really exaggerated. And I think it was, it was only like two or three weeks after I got that off where I hurt my back because my hips, my pelvis had shifted so much. My lower back was compensating. And um, in addition to that, I was lifting weights. I started lifting weights as a 14 year old not really knowing what I was doing, not knowing how to balance the body. You know, like the traditional weightlifting split, they call it is, oh, well, on one day you do all your push exercises and on the next day you do all your pull exercises, which sounds great in theory, but it's a very surface level way of looking at the body. When you go a little bit deeper into, um, into the three planes of motion and the different ways that our body can move, the flexion, extension, and then you analyze how you're walking and seeing if you're bilateral with all your movements and things like that. I've changed the way that I lift weights now. I've almost taken the posture exercises and sort of started to embellish them. So, right, like, like pullovers, for example, right? You do pullovers and you do enough pullovers and you can do them in your sleep. Well then, okay, cool, we can add a weight to that. I can lift five pounds over my head. And then when that gets easy, maybe I can go to eight pounds. But um, what what do you say to people as far as like, Let's say they do come to you and they say, you know, this is great, Caroline, this is fantastic. I'd love to heal my pain. Like, I want to get rid of this back pain, but I have a stomach here and I'm fat and I'm, you know, like, I want to get fit. Because I think they say like 80% of the people who hire a trainer are doing so because they want to lose weight. So how do you talk to that person about, about their goals and their perspective and maybe how you can help them? Um, I had a gentleman I was working with the other day who, um, in a lot of pain, he's in his late 60s, quite overweight, but not, you know, not too bad, but he was probably carrying about two or three stone more than he should have done. And um, 
I didn't go into the weight on the first one because I think everybody's been going going into the weight with him and he was just, you know, if I'd mentioned weight, there would have been a blank face would have come up and he would have stopped talking to me. So um, I was talking about other things and working. And, you know, my big thing is, yes, we do need to be in condition. Um, not everyone's weight is going to be ideal. And I think as you get older, it's really hard to lose weight. But... Um, I actually waited till the third time and he was getting better because a lot of his exercises I was doing from on the ground so that we weren't weight bearing when we were doing the exercises. And then as we were doing that, he was getting less and less pain. So we were getting that motion going straight away. And then on his third time, he actually saw me. Um, I said to him, do you know what? It's something I haven't mentioned, but you could really do with just losing a little bit. And he went, whoa. I wonder when you were going to come out with that. And I, you know, um, if you think every pound you're overweight is four pounds on a joint. So, you know, you're looking at, we've done loads of exercises. You can actually roll over in bed now without being in pain. You can get out of bed without even in pain and you can get off the floor and get onto the floor. So this is really good. But now we need to do some standing and exercises because when you get into the standing, as you, you know, this is like grandmother sucking eggs here. You know all about this. So, um, you know, as soon as you get into standing, when you've got gravity involved as well, your body is going to, muscle memory is going to be far greater. So I do like to get my clients standing up. Um, I must say, when I'm teaching classes, I do a lot of my classes with people lying on the ground because they can't be out of alignment when they're on the ground. Exactly. They cannot be compensating. So if I've got, you know, I can have anything between 25 and I think 65 in a class. And wow. the big thing I do is I never mute the class. I want feedback. So I always log on half an hour early. And I have to say, I hate people that say, your host will, will be with you in a moment. So I always log on half an hour early so that I I know exactly what's happening in my class and how my class are feeling, what's going on with them. And then I never plan a class until they're there. And then I never know what exercise I'm going to do as the next exercise because I don't know how the last one has worked with everybody else. And then we just, I, we go like this and it's fantastic. So yeah, weight can be a problem, but also people can get really upset with weight. And I was talking to a client the other day and after she said to me, oh, I was standing in the post office and my knees were really hurting. And I'm thinking about that in my head, you need to lose weight. And I actually said to her, well, do you know what? Probably if you lost a little bit of weight would really help. Oh my God, she didn't want to talk to me again. I had an email. You have really upset me now. And so that took a lot of getting back because it's something that was really, she struggled with her weight all her life. And it's, you know, it's some people you're just never going to help that way. Right, right. And, and also, you know, one of many reasons why people maybe don't move as much as they should to lose the weight is maybe because when they do move, it hurts, right? So you just, you know, get rid of their knee pain. And now all of a sudden, they want to go for a walk, they want to go on those bike rides. And then naturally, the body will just kind of sit at a healthier weight anyway. Um, I'm reminded of a one of my clients who he probably started with me like three or four years ago, I think he's in his mid 60s. And he was overweight and had knee pain. And, and I told him day one, I said, look, I, I want you to enjoy this. So don't really think about the weight right now. Just take these classes and let's get rid of your knee pain. And then we'll talk. Cause it, it, he and I both agreed that I said, okay, we're going to try to do both goals. We're going to try to get rid of your knee pain and help you lose weight. But if you could only have one, let's just say you could only have one and not the other, which one would you actually rather have? 
He said, oh, absolutely. I'd rather get rid of my knee pain and stay overweight. I don't care. <laughs> so it, it was interesting. A couple months ago, he mentioned to me, he said, hey, Chris, I just want to tell you that I'm at the leanest I've been since college. And I asked him, I said, well, how did you do that? Because I never even talked to you about your weight. All you do is come to these stretching classes, as you guys call them. And uh, so what'd you do? He's like, oh, I just ate less. And I'm like, okay, well, let's write a book about that one. You know, like <laughs> there's all these fad diets and stuff. And it's like, it's really simple. Like balance your body, feel good so that you do it again. You move again, you move, you know, he comes to three classes a week and he just started eating just a little bit less. And in a couple of years, he, he got down to college weight. So, it, and that's phenomenal that you, do. oh, this is one thing I wanted to say. The fact that you do that <laughs> makes me feel much better because uh, you, that you don't script the classes in advance, that you don't mute people. That is phenomenal. I do the same thing. I will not mute someone unless the dog is barking incessantly yeah. in the background. And I'm like, and then I'll mute them and I'll say, I'm so sorry I muted you. I just couldn't even hear myself speak. And then they'll come off a of mute when they're ready. But it, it's 100%. Like you need to know where they're coming from to get to the next exercise. So what are some of the questions that you ask your clients during this exercise to know what to give them next exercise? Well, I, I probably know most of the clients. If I've got a new client, then I'm always um, checking in with them the whole time. So, so um, we call aches and pains snicky in Devon. So we've got a snicky back. We don't talk about pain. We've got snicks. Um, and so if we've got a, if somebody's got, uh, well, they'll tell me. Why am I saying this? They'll tell me. We'll say we'll be chatting away. And um, there's probably some modifications I've made on exercises and there's one which I love which I call chair frog which you've got the soles and feet together and you've got your um, legs out so you're on a, a block or a chair at the same time and then I do loads of arm exercises with this so we can get the pelvis round into the ground so it can't move and then we can actually start stretching the back and uh, so we're doing that and then somebody will say oh my neck's hurting a little bit so right now we're into an exercise we're doing with necks so it's really the class have got so used to me of saying and then also it's what I'm feeling like I'm thinking gosh do you know that's hurting a little bit there so best we do this exercise everyone right. and right. so that's how I run them you know I run it for us all together actually I tell the class I'm running it for me and they're just joining me Right, right, <laughs> exactly. And then you get all the benefit. And then, you know, like they say on the airplanes, put on your own oxygen mask first before assisting anybody yes. near you, right? So, hey guys, I'm just putting on my own oxygen mask and, you, you know, handle your stuff. I love it. So, um, Caroline, I want to give you a chance to talk a little bit about your book and how you started writing it, what inspired you to write that, and how you hope to kind of help people through, through your book. Okay, so... I have one to hand here. <laughs> All right, so my book, um, basically I wanted it to be a really easy to use book. And so a go-to book. So it's got a, um, a spiral binding, so you cannot break it. And you can just open it out and you can just put it to any page you want. So I, what inspired me to write it? Being a dyslexic, it took a lot of writing. Um, I didn't want it to be too many words. I wanted it to be great photos. I didn't want it to be about me and how clever I am. I wanted it about what, how to get out of pain. So I've basically gone through, and all the equipment you want, absolutely everything. Um, different um, things that I discuss will be in the front of the book, so it's different 
um, poses that you wouldn't want to keep referring back to. So that was my first part of the book. And then it's going through everything from headaches, neck ache, shoulder, whether it's ball and socket to the um, shoulder blade, thoracic backs, SI joints, it goes straight through the body right to the feet. So you've got a problem, you look at the page. Now, um, being trained with a posture alignment, we know that the body's a unit. So although I'm I, I, in classes, it's really hard not to be going for the symptom, which we don't want to be going for with posture alignment. But basically, you're going to be getting everyone into better alignment doing these exercises. So if you've got an ache and a pain, the general public will go want to know, how do I get rid of my knee pain? So it's no good saying, right, the body is a unit. And if we do this with the right. upper body or the foot, you know, people don't want to know that. The hip's got to work and then the knee pain's going to go. Right, so if I'm doing a, an exercise that they can actually feel it, and they go oh that's really better and so it's a, a reference book more than anything else so it goes through the whole body it goes for a total about four exercises a total body alignment and then there's a little bit at the end which is about gait because to me gait is a major major factor I don't like to make gait too um, complicated so uh, I, I bring gait I don't go into all the biomechanics of gait because do you know what clients don't understand that we don't yeah. need that yeah. We need to know the rough, um, the, the blueprint for gait. And if you can actually keep to that blueprint with your exercises and your brain, because your brain needs to get you doing that as well, then you're going to be much, much better. And then there had to be a little bit in it about horse riding. There had to be a little bit for riders, considering that's what I've done all my life. Of course, um, of course. And um, the book is a very easy book. I didn't want it to be complicated. There's no, not loads of um, quotes of, oh, PR, you know, this um, whatever from universities and things, none of that. You look it up, there's a question. So say it says about neck, it tells you what your neck is, how many vertebrae, et cetera, et cetera. Question, I've got neck ache. I'm explaining a bit why you're getting it, what I'm gonna treat, and then it gives you the exercises, that's it. Awesome. And it's called Heal Your Pain. Yes. And it, it just came, you said it just came out like yesterday, you got your copy, right? I, I got So we had 2,500 books arrive on my doorstep yesterday. Yeah, I'm a bit like this. You think I'm hot? I had five baths yesterday. It was <laughs> so hot. I ran this cold bath. I was in and out that cold bath all day. Um, so yeah, it's all packed. Um, I think 100 books went out today. So I'm really excited about that. And you can go to my website. There's buttons on the website um, that you can buy it. And it's being shipped out. I Today, I was shipping to Hungary, Japan, USA, Australia, and Ireland. So, nice. Well, you know, what's, your, what's your website so we can get more, more books shipped um, out? I'm www.carolinejclark.com. So it's really easy. I, and I, also my YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel will be following my book. So you can actually go to that. I haven't finished it yet. I was expecting the book yesterday and I haven't finished all the videos for it, but you will be able to go to it and actually see videos on every single one of the exercises as well. Oh, that is great. Very good. Well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to end it there. We could, I feel like we could have a five hour podcast because, you know, you and I have both been doing this work for so long and uh, well, actually, let me invite you back for another one. So we'll definitely have you back. And uh, I just want to really thank you for taking the time and, and joining me today. And, and we'll definitely be in touch and I'll get you back on. 
well, Chris, I think you ought to come to one of my classes and I'll come to one of yours. Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.